0: are you wondering how you can contribute to funniest thing don't flip out go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing wow.
1: oh. 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 Would have been crazy.
0: this one is called the pants take eight
2: yoga. Woo. welcome to funniest thing with daryl and ed the best looking guys on the radio
1: Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. Correct, correct, correct. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we are broadcasting
0: live from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. Oh my God, look at Indy... If you're not on YouTube, hop on. You can see Indy, uh, thanks to Rod Switzer. Gave him some, some Mexi- Mexican mocha cold brew. And that's actually how the label looked when, he, when Rod gave it to us. Yeah, you got to check it out on YouTube if you're not there already. Subscribe to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Um, I, to-
1: I told everyone here that I tried it and loved it so they would drink it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I actually
1: I do love well, it. You know, I knew
0: I was being baited to be the guy because you guys kept saying, this is – whenever you have that certain remember there's a certain there's a sincere joyfulness for daryl and then there's a sincere joyfulness cut with some devilish antics <laughs> and i can read it from a mile away uh indy how are you doing today doing great doing amazing i am hyped up well we this, got news. mexican mocha we got great news for you by the way life is not an emergency That's true. Today's show is called Life is Not an Emergency with Katie McDonald, all the way from Jersey City out there. Beautiful Jersey City. Beautiful Jersey City. She's our in-house lawyer, so we'll be checking in with our counsel later. Life is not an emergency. It's an adventure in grace and a laboratory for faith. Or as Florence Scovelshin puts it, life is not a battle. It's a game, a game of giving and receiving. Whatever we are believing, we are giving and we always receive according to this belief. On this episode, Daryl and Ed share the benefits of taking a pronoid approach to life. Pronoia describes a state of mind that is the opposite of paranoia. A person experiencing pronoia believes that the world around them conspires to do them good. And during the second segment, the ever optimistic Katie McDonald gets us looking forward to good fortune with today's reading. Surprise!
1: Now, you know, this was inspired by a Kirk card that Kirk-y-gard. you received. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because you're the one who sent a picture of it, and it said Hmm. about— Let me take a look. I probably have the picture here. You know, most people go through life paranoid.
0: Oh, you mean a while back.
1: No, you got it like last week. You sent it to me, and I said, this is perfect for the show. Hmm. And in it, it was written by—the quote was from Alan Cohen, and he said, the real—the healthy approach Mm -hmm. to life is to think the opposite. Yes. Which is what there's actually a term for, pronoia. So, while Ed's looking for that, I'm just going to let some of us, some of you folks listening or watching, that you're more than welcome to become a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Yes. And all it is, is just a fun way to approach your daily life. I wrote a little, we got a little thing here written, so I remember what it is every week. And here it is. We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, and this is just a side effect, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly.
0: Yes. And you know, we want to thank everyone who tunes in, shares the show, subscribes. We want to bless the Patreon contributions, everyone that's been attending. If you're a contributor to Patreon, we do a Zoom class on Tuesdays related to prosperity and just living in the flow, and it's been awesome, and then we post the recordings afterwards for those who can't be there in person. So thank you very much for contributing to our public service ministry, as we have come to call it. Um, People like Lois Conklin, by the way, who sent us an amazing postcard um and where's that from i always forget up north somewhere right yeah it is from uh, san, san andreas san andreas california there you go yeah if you want to send us something by the way funniest thing p.o box 1312 culver city california 90232 her quote today says don't believe don't leave this earth with your music still inside of you by wayne dyer so sing play music beat your drums and create joy that's from Lois. Wow. The time the, the 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 time of year to enjoy and play in the leaves was fun making this card for you and sending it. Sending it out. Your weekly shows improve my life. I always learn something new. Well, and you have improved our life, Lois.
1: Yeah, she's uh, one of our more youthful listeners. Yeah. Even though she tells everyone how old does she claim to be? Indy? 89. 89. 89. years young. Yeah,
0: 89 and feeling fine, baby. Um, by the way, Daryl and Ed are going to be at Unity Village speaking at the uh, Fillmore Bible Society gathering November 3rd through 5th. We're going to be there the 2nd through the 6th. We're going to be eating barbecue, hanging out with crazy metaphysical ministers. Yeah,
1: in case you don't know, it's in Fort... What's it called? Lee Summit. Lee I almost Summit. said Fort Lee, because we have our friend from New Jersey on right, the show. Right, No, it's it's Lee Summit, Missouri. So if you're near Lee Summit, Missouri, and you're listening to this or Kansas City, any of the surrounding areas, and you want to drop by that weekend to Unity Village, even just to say hello.
0: Yeah, we'd we'll, love to meet, we'll, eat with you. Yeah, hang out. We'll be um, there. And the Unity Village is regardless of why you're there, is just an amazing place to be. We've talked about it before. Uh, Stephen Tom Thorpe is going to be the DJ, so the music will not be drab. He's going to be playing the music in between speakers, so we're excited about that. Uh, by the way, someone who's out there is a uh, chief engineer on the audio side of things, gets this thing up on the podcast uh, networks. His name's Jeff Comfort, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. <laughs> I want to talk about these breaths and how you uh, Oh, so this we'll smor- one want a reading bender? Yeah, we got
1: a nice reading bender. So this morning, one of the things we highly recommend and we've never heard any negative feedback from anyone who does this on a regular basis. They all say how it's transformed their lives. And it's waking up oh, yeah. and instead of j- Jumping out of bed and racing into your miserable day, we strongly suggest getting up a little early to be kind and loving to yourself. We do it. You don't have to do it with your... But I live with a roommate. Yeah, I know. I was in the military when I started doing this, and there was like 30 roommates. But <laughs> I would still set aside my time for myself. And you know what? Everyone respects it. I'm my wife, I don't, and we don't make others... Do it. It's our thing. If they want to do their thing, they can oh, do yeah, their thing. Yeah. But the, the thing about the thing is it's going to change everything True. for the better because you really have a influence on how your day will turn out. And the influence starts oh. with our attitude, which is our mental approach to the day. And by doing a morning routine, reading a few inspired books just to get my mind in that optimistic rhythm of the universe, you know, in harmony with this, you know, force for good that holds everything together, that operates everything perfectly, Mm -hmm. I start feeling better. And then I start having inspired ideas. And then my approach, my mental, like my rehearsing of what is on my to do list instead of going, Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I'm not going to have time to get there. How am I going to get there? Oh, I can't believe I have to do this for so-and-so. Well, all that kind of got flushed out during the routine. So now I'm thinking, Oh, this is how I can meet that person or, Oh, wow. Or even if I'm not even getting a conclusive um, outline or, you know, vision, I'm, my general attitude is, you know, this is going to work out remarkably well. I mean, I have an enthusiastic now approach to what wonderful way the things that need to get done by me are going to get done. Meanwhile, remaining flexible because I turned it all over. So when things don't get done on my to-do list, I'm open to see how. Oh, that's why it didn't get done.
0: Yeah, because something better came
1: up. Right.
0: You know. Well, it creates a, a chemical change in our brain. Oh, yes. Um, and it, it is. A, I just wanted to mention it's the. It is the real anecdote, like a, antidote. Excuse me, for life is not an emergency. That's true. Because um, it's easy to get stuck in uh, subtly. Well, something. It's like just below the surface. This feeling that everything we do is an emergency coming from a place that might not get done, it's probably not going to get done, but I got to push through, and then oh, our yeah. adrenaline's flowing, and cortisol, and all this stuff drains us of our energy, and um, I feel like I've been in the dojo with this, you know, still, as I let go of this, and bless and transform my relationship with my career, with education, working, because uh, a lot of, lot of things, it seems like, in that environment are under the impression that it's an emergency. Yeah. You know, and then you forget that it's actually just about loving children, loving the people you're working with, enjoying it more than anything else. And when we do that, that's when, and like, I wanted to say too, like what you said, you know, you wonder with curiosity, like, how's this all going to work out? But there's, it comes from a feeling inside that all is well. Yeah. comes yes. from doing that morning routine. So.
1: so another thing that happens during our routine, I'll get inspired ideas mm. or, um, or I'll write down something I just read that like, right. oh, I could carry this through to like the day. So um, one of the things I wrote this morning because today's topic, I wrote the last day of the month. And the real me, the youthful me, is looking forward to greater good beyond my scope and limited view. And then that made me think, because I said, view? Mm. For some reason, my mind went, how do you do? (laughs) So I was telling myself, I was saying to myself, to, to my unexpected good today, I was saying, how do you do? I've been expecting you, even though... It's unexpected. We can expect the unexpected. And yeah. that's what faith is all about, is having a joyful expectancy without really seeing, you know, mm-hmm. any possibility of it happening and sure enough, um, it seems to work, folks. All right, so do some breaths. These are going to be our, our breaths. You lead it cuz uh, Yeah, and this is a good way to invite unexpected good into your life. And if you're at home going, "Ah, oh, that's silly." Yes, there's a good reason why these affirmations are silly, because like Florence Scovel Shinn and the experts say that when you say something silly, it drops past that critical, overly concerned part of your brain because it just dismisses it as silly, but it goes down deep into the subconscious where the real change takes place. Yeah. All right, you ready? Am I kicking it off? Yes, sir. Okay, ready? One good breath. Ah. How do you do? I've been expecting you. Ah.
0: Uh, <laughs> how do you do? I've been expecting you.
1: Ah. Now this time, Ed, make sure to tip your top hat. Okay. Ready? How, how you do you do? I've been you! <laughs> you. <sighs> I feel the good flowing right now.
0: Yes, we're in for big happy surprises today, folks. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, and- this is all. This is taking. This is when we're in that emergency state of mind, and it feels like it. And we could tell it's panicky, and it doesn't feel good. We really have to shift, as we've been describing, our consciousness and the way we're looking at things, being childlike, and like the way that we just did the three breaths just changing the being willing to say, even though it feels like I've always done this way, maybe it feels like it's too late. I've already lost. I'm going to try something new and try and just approach this day with joy and enthusiasm and do whatever it takes to shift out of that old way of seeing things. And it's fun. It becomes fun. Like as we let go of this rigid idea of who we have to be and who we should be and just become connected to life
1: yes and that that joyful approach is magnetic Mm -hmm. um so this is from you unlimited uh and it's by norman s Lundy. and if you have the book it's on page 49 is that the one that billy crosby asked if it's
0: still available yeah i know it's
1: still available because you know what three other guys now purchase this book. Remember Dave Captein oh, and, and Grace Dethridge. I, I got, it oh, yeah. got it last year.
0: You got it last year. Grace but... Dethridge just got it. Since we've been reading
1: it, yeah. Robert Lee Shock got it. Mm-hmm. David Captein.
0: I thought those were the same guy.
1: No. Okay, go ahead. They're just... Ed thinks all handsome men are the same guy. They hang out on the
0: end of yachts.
1: Yeah, they do hang out at the end of yachts. Okay. So Dave Captein, Robert Lee Shock. Yeah. And Dave Capteen's brother-in-law, I told him about the book. Yeah. They all bought it. They yeah. just texted. Dave Capteen just texted me today. You could buy these books used. Yeah, and he said, "Look at mine. It was signed to Jim from Norman Lundy." Wow. And, and I shared. And keep this in mind. You know, when you buy the books used on Amazon, um, I love getting the used books. And I said this to. Yeah. I commented back. I said. I love buying them used because they have a positive energy from the pre- previous owner, especially right. spiritual books. And I like when you see the things highlighted yeah. from the previous owner or there's writing Ooh. in the margin. And that just adds to my um, benefit from yes. reading it because I'm getting these other positive perspectives yes. of people who, who I imagine are loving and want to improve themselves. Yes. And,
0: so, yes, and also thank you, Grace, for sending us a picture of you and your copy. That was amazing. We appreciate it. So this is from page 49, and it goes perfect with the show.
1: <clears throat> and it says, faith, the priceless ingredient. And remember, uh, faith is defined as joyful expectancy. Yeah. So fear could be defined as morbid expectancy. yes. You need an abiding faith, the knowledge that God is going to fulfill your every need. Nothing is ever denied man. Man denies himself. Mm. We often hear of the house divided against itself. This division is in our consciousness. It's what we must avoid. Most of us have mixed experiences, good and bad, because our thoughts are mixed, good and bad. Mm -hmm. Faith is the knowledge that every need will be met. Faith is the awareness of God as the indwelling presence, the ever-ready help. Ooh. Faith knows that God is always, at this very moment, fulfilling our needs. When we know the real meaning of life, that there need be no panic over anything, we awaken to the knowledge that we are living in the midst, mist, myths, myths, then the mitts. You're too New
0: Jersey to get pulled that off. M I D
1: S T of a joyous experience. <laughs> when we can you say mitts? I don't don't miss
0: right, don't,
1: <laughs> don't get frustrated. It's midst. Okay. Well, I thought I I'd see in New Jersey, say I got you in my mitts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that too. I okay, like that ready? Better, yes.
1: Where, where, <laughs> I always thought that's what it meant because that's what I heard was <laughs> mitts like in my hands and my gloves. But they were really saying mitts, mitts, mitts.
0: Okay. You have to land that T at the end, which makes no sense to have three because you have these three consonants going D, S, T, know.
1: <laughs> when
0: man lives his consciousness, This is the best part. When we get into this
1: faithful attitude, that's all it takes. is just lifting our mind to remind ourselves, you know what? What wonderful way. I'm looking forward to what wonderful way this is all going to work out. And when man lifts his consciousness, the things he needs are drawn to him. Mm -hmm. And he no longer has to struggle for them. Struggle is a signal that something is short-circuited. Life is divinely ordered, flows gently, smoothly, wondrous, in grace. Mm -hmm. Every need fulfilled naturally. The moment we begin to struggle, we disrupt the whole flow of action. That's the key. Yeah. is to not buy into the panic because the panic always says to me, I got to do something about this. And now I'm disrupting it. We disrupt life's natural functions by trying to fight life. We're not what they say, going with the flow, swimming with the current. It is very important for you to realize this. And, you know, I like to say this doesn't mean we don't do footwork because we do do the footwork. But the footwork, when we take this healthy approach, you know, by setting ourselves in the right consciousness every morning, is always an inspired approach. You know what I mean? It, it never feels like um, I got to do this today, guys. It's always like, oh, I just had the greatest thought right. to send a resume to this place, and I would have never thought of them. And our friend would go, oh, that sounds great. Why not? And or where the footwork is we're going about our business, and someone hands us an opportunity out of left field. You know, like Katie shared the last time she was on Our show. And then you follow through with that. But it's all joyful because when you're in this relaxed, faithful approach, then the footwork doesn't feel like footwork. And I gotta remember this because a lot of what I was taught was, you know, hard work is the virtue, but it didn't it wasn't just hard work. It meant it sounded like struggling is the virtue. And if you're not struggling to make it happen, it's not gonna happen. Right. That's the furthest thing from the truth. And if you ask most successful people, and I mentioned this on our prosperity workshop, like I was talking with Kirk, who's now, a, you know, a successful author and screenwriter and professor of film in Europe. Right. We were both going through our past of the most incredible experiences and opportunities we have had. hmm and it was unanimous that none of them came by force and 99% of them came unexpectedly out of the blue from a place we would have never right we would have never imagined right so that's evidence that this really that everything we just read is a fact and our job is just to remain joyfully expectant and Assuring ourselves that the direction, the guidance, the lead, the opportunity will come as a result. And hold on to the joyful image, the ideal you have for yourself, the outcome you desire, whether it's that job. Hold on to how joyous you are about having that be real now. Yeah. Don't worry about how you're going to get there from here. I'm not saying that this is easy. I'm saying this as a reminder to myself too because it's so easy. You know, you because we hear things, we see things, we read things, and a lot of it emphasizes push, shove, right? Elbow, yeah. make it happen. And this sounds so paradoxical, but ironically, this is the way for your desires to um become a reality.
0: Yeah, it's also the meaning we've talked about a while back about the me- the metaphysical meaning of the Bible verse about um to he who has more shall be given and to he who has yes. not even that which he has shall be taken away. It's a state of mind of already being fulfilled and already See, when we take when we're talking about Thinking that we have to work hard, there's a really a subtle form of "I'm not worthy." Yes, unless I I'm kind not of good enough. Punish myself yes. and others, and um, but the state of mind that that's functioning from is I don't have it. it. I'm not worthy of it, and it's so funny. I just happened to watch some someone has a podcast out there. Maybe I'll find it later, and he liked one of the reels of you speaking from our show, and so I was like, "What is this?" this is his podcast, and he was yeah. interviewing this security guard who worked with like Elton John, he worked with uh, all these big actors, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Prince, different people that he's worked with. And he said, some people have this presence. And just hearing, I'm like, oh, no wonder I watch this. He was like saying, some people just have this presence. Like when they walk in the room, you could feel their presence. You just know like yeah. this guy's doing something different. Yes, and, um, and then he was thinking about why this, this security guard who and he said, and he was thinking about. Um, it, it seemed to be like almost in the moment he was trying to figure it out yeah, with, the, yeah. with that actor. Is that his name, Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, I'm getting that right. So, but he said, when this guy walks into a room, he doesn't need anything. It's like he doesn't need yes. anything. Yes. So he's puts off this aura, like he's not trying to get anything and doesn't uh, need anything. That's confidence. That's that. That really is confidence, and. um you know, I wanted to share the thing that I – sh- I shared it on the, the Prosperity podcast, which was how I turned – okay, so one of the thoughts, like when I first walked, worked with an amazing psychologist when I was 19, which is amazing that I had this inner calling because no one in my family went to psychologists. It was like my Forbidden like, fruit. are you talking about us over there? What are you doing over there? You know, so – uh but I was just like, something's going on inside, and I just know hey. there's someone that can help me figure this out. And this was like, you know, 30 years ago now, which is wild. But um, he – when the hell did I start talking? Oh, he helped me to see that we get these tapes playing in our head, you know. And one of the tapes that would come up for me is, it's too late. It's too late. Whatever. And it would freak me out, and it would everything would feel like an emergency because in my mind – Would start telling me it's too late for you to do this. It's too late for you to, you. I mean, I can remember I was in sixth grade. My mind told me it's too late for you to go try to play basketball with those kids. They've been playing like yeah, I hear you. You know, like so. But it was (laughs) just a tape that got in there, right? So the other night, and I've been thanks to Sammy Smith. If you haven't listened to last week's episode of Sammy Smith, I recommend it. And Joyce Kramer's spirit came through there. I was like, you know what? I need to give myself a little more kick in the tail to like just put my foot down and go, I am not a victim to these tapes and to this these old yes. ways. And so I started sending love to that thought, it's too late. I was like, I no longer am going to be a prisoner to this belief. I know it's not true. And I'm sending light and love to it. I'm letting it go. I'm letting go of worshiping on that altar. So the unexpected thing was, the next day I was driving to school. I had done my morning routine, but I was still unloading a lot of the stuff that gets triggered going into the school environment. So but like what came through me in a new way i started saying to myself based on something sammy said on the show cuz he's like you got to remind yourself that you're someone who practices this stuff yes. you're someone who reads this stuff every morning so i started telling myself ed it's too late for you to go back into that fearful way of thinking it's too late you've gone too far you've invested too much of your life your energy you've given too much good yes. to too many people to try to go back to that old way of thinking so i without even consciously like uh, thinking that it would happen. What my consciousness did by telling myself I'm done with that old way. It gave me a new way of looking at it. It's like a rally cry. It's too late to go back. You're not yes. going back. Or are you kidding?
1: I love that tool because often and now going forward, yeah. I hear that too. It it's all comes from, I'm not good enough. And if you think I never say I'm not good enough to myself. If you say I'm not doing enough, I don't do enough that is synonymous with I'm not good enough. That's why I got to do more. So now when I hear that voice, you gave me the best tool because now if I go, it's too late, I go, no. Right. You're right. It is too late. It's too late for me to be thinking this nonsense. I've gone too far.
0: Right. You know, I got to keep going forward. Yeah. You know, it also means if if I'm thinking the old way, of it's too late, it means I don't realize that I'm divinely supported, that I'm loved and I have a right to be here and a right to be myself. And I I even said this at a meeting at work this week because I'm tired of the spirit of negativity doubt fear worry in that environment i'm not planning on staying there just if that's the case then i'm not going to be there for much longer my spirit is telling me that for sure and so i spoke up and it was with a group of people and i did it lovingly not in like a rebelling way i just told everyone everyone here is doing an amazing job it was in the special ed department right and i was just like we need to hear that more. We need to remember that more. we need, It's very important that we come from that. I said, I did not come here to not be successful. Yes. No and that, one and goes it
1: anywhere like, to not be successful. Exactly. But we get
0: hypnotized
1: into thinking that somehow is a
0: bad thought to have. Right. And people just kind of are silently carrying around this like desperation feeling. And if the message is we're not successful. We can't be su-. And I'm done with it. It's And it was so funny because spontaneously after I said that to my friends, these three women, or three women one of them jumped in one of them just said spontaneously you could be getting paid a lot more money to be doing this somewhere else after well, i spoke from that place it was amazing
1: he's finally getting it folks you know but what else when, but when fizarro has been telling this for 10 years eh. Now, finally, a teacher told him. He goes, oh, that's a good idea. But that's okay, because I do the same thing with my wife. Well, you know, When Ed tells me something, I'll go excited. I'll go, guess what Ed just told me? And my wife will go, I've been telling you that for 30 years.
0: Well, uh, a, prophet is, a prophet is never respected in their home, shots home state. Shots fired. What's that? Shots fired. I know, I know. So um, this guy can never get enough credit. I but, can never
1: um, get enough shots. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Back in the day, that was very true. Um, <laughs> last thing, I then we're going to go to the break and bring in Katie McDonald, which is going to be amazing. But you want to know how good this stuff works? I was starting to get sucked into like politics on YouTube for a while. I was like watching it. And I was getting letting fear drive me. This week, then I totally just got out of it entirely. But it started coming back into my attention. So my one thing I learned a few months ago is this. Love everyone. Anyone in my mind, I'm going to love them. I don't care who they are because I'm not going to define myself by these prepackaged beliefs about who I should or shouldn't be. So I'm blessing everyone. And Donald Trump was on my radar this month, this week. I mean, for like two days straight, I'm like, I just love Donald Trump. I'm sending love to Donald Trump. I'm no longer going to curse anyone in my consciousness. Yesterday, I'm driving home from school. This is mind blowing. This makes no sense, folks. Two days, I've been just sending him love. I look to my right, driving down Santa Monica Boulevard. I'm right about to Sepulveda. There's a Carvel, which are the cakes from New York that yeah, ice cream cakes, East primarily Coast. East Coast. In, all of a sudden, I see a crowd of people outside, black SUVs in the lot. I look inside Carvel. I'm like, what's going on in there? And it says, Carvel is Trump country, and a huge sign. Donald Trump was buying people ice cream at Carvel at that moment. Isn't this crazy? Yeah, I pulled over and walked over there. It was too late for me to get involved because he was on his way out and it was all blocked off, you know, the police and everything. But um, it's just amazing that, like, this person that I was blessing and happened to be ha- buying people ice cream at the place that I used to love most when I was a little kid. Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's what creates change. Like, like it or not, there's a an there Emmett reading where it's just, you got to bless it. If you think it's a competitor or whatever you think it is, you got to bless it. Otherwise, oh, we'll you know, empower we our back, fears. Yeah. yeah, otherwise we end up empowering our fears and adding to the problem instead of the solution. Yes. It's not always popular in in popular thought nowadays, but that's not what this is about. This is about me in a way saving my own soul so that I can live this life that I want to live and, and enjoy the type of success and the jo- and the joy and satisfaction and the relationships that I want to have. And if that means I'm going to get free ice cream from Donald Trump at Carvel, then so be it. All right, coming up next, during the second segment, hey, coming up next, the ever-optimistic Katie McDonald gets us looking forward to good fortune with today's reading, Surprise. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, and watching us live from Chobo Studios.
2: We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best looking guys on the radio. Oh
0: boy, we're back. Funniest Thing with uh, Farrell and Ted and uh, Chobo over here. We got an amazing guest all the way from Jersey City. Name's Katie McDonald. How are you doing today?
3: Hello, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me
0: super Again. fashionable <laughs> for those watching on youtube you can see the super fashionable katie mcdonald the glasses oh,
3: no.
0: looking good it goes there's a lot of nice framing going on here with your windows and your glasses matching there so that looks yeah, it's nice. a
3: nice overcast day here day going on day four of the rain but hey there yeah. was a little bit of sun peeking through before and you guys were talking i was like you're bringing it keep oh, going nice. <laughs>
0: nice nice so what have you been thinking while you're sitting there because daryl's gonna read a reading but i just want to see off the top if you have any uh Anything that's popping up No, I'm just
3: enjoying this. I was joking earlier that I just, I'm like, who's your guest? I would just want to sit here and keep listening and receiving. It's been great. I love the stories. I've been thinking about your used books as well. I have used textbooks and I I think the exact same thing. I love going through, especially in preparation for class. I can see what other people found important or even their notes from their professors across the country. Mm. So that's fun. Um, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for today's reading.
0: Okay, great, great. Oh and by the way, thank you, Nancy oh. Norman. Nancy was uh where where'd she get these at? She was on vacation or something? Or no, I think Unity these Village? were in her closet she was cleaning out. Oh, <laughs> Nancy Norman. What does yours say, Edward? Mine says superstar and it looks like one of the tattoos your friends would have.
1: Mainza Mainza is always awesome, and it looks like a tattoo one of your friends would have.
0: Nice. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thank you, Nancy Norman. Unity Joy of Living, is that what it is? What is it? Yeah, Joy of Life. UnityJoyofLife.org. UnityJoyofLife.org. So um, thank you, Nancy. We love you. We see your radiant health out there. We're also sending a little love out there to Krista McAvino, who's out with her family. That's the F word.
1: (laughs) I can't say that on this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we love you, Krista. We look forward wait, to hearing the good news about your trip.
1: But what about thank you to Rod Swites, who oh, actually mine's empty, but because I drank it Blood already, shots. he gave sponsored a, by Rod Switzer. He's uh, a, a cold brew and kombucha dist- representative, and he's been uh, donating. Uh, he's, he can be
0: considered our coffee sponsor every week. Yeah, or dealer, the way he pulls up under the shadow of darkness and hands us a sack full of cold brew. Yes, it's true. And he can't even handle it himself. When he came on, and remember, we he came on the show, and afterwards he ended up in a reindeer suit on all fours at the Goodwill. And we're not kidding. we got to show that footage. I have that footage somewhere. I know. We do have a video of it. He was oh, you know what? Maybe. Movie. You know what?
1: I'm going to look it up. I'm going to send it to Indy before we leave so you can drop oh, that in definitely. right now. Yep. This is too good.
0: Wow, that looks great. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the tail. Wait, i got to get the gloves on too. The t- it's really good because you just leave your face normal.
0: Oh, He's back on the football field, folks. <laughs> You're <a bear> <laughs> <frog>. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you should just
1: walk around with your no- like nothing's wrong. Just cruise around. Yeah, just act like oh, you're. Try that. try that one more time. No, it it's
0: looks that's better, a, better like the this. Walk, the deer walk. Whatever you like. Let's see some right wow. Deer. Hey, deer. you like my new year? Uh, wait, wait, wait,
1: is that a Oh, That's no, a deer. This is good stuff. Can't go for that now. Whoa! I love
0: how the, the tail
1: is up. It keeps it up. The, <laughs> the fishing wire keeps it up. Coincidentally, um, this goes perfect with what Ed yes. was sharing about why it's very important to bless anything we have in our minds that we're starting to go, oh, oh that's no good. I'm just going to, I just got to read the definition of oh, bless. Yeah, let's hear it. I put this in my book today. You ready? Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing, a, we're giving talks at the uh, Fillmore Bible. Society gathering. Right, right, And it's a metaphysical interpretation of the Bible. Metaphysical or esoteric just means, uh, you know, the inner meaning or the meaning that we could apply practically to our lives. Right. And not just reading the Bible literally. So in there, it was the blessed, you know, the blessed are the poor in spirit because right. they will be comforted. And so I so in there it gives a great definition of blessed. Blessed are that's you know cuz it's giving this definition. To bless is to invoke good upon the to call forth the action of God, to confer God's good on something or someone. Now here's I never thought of it this way. Did you know blessedness is synonymous with happiness?
0: Yeah, bless and bliss. We looked at we talked about this on the show before. Once
1: again, the old <laughs> noggin forgets the good stuff. Right. But bless ask me and bliss. But ask me someone I got upset with in third grade, and I'll remember that. <laughs> so anyway, um, blessed or happiness is a matter of spiritual adjustment to life under divine law. So Blessedness, happiness—the feeling of happiness—is a blessing, not just to ourselves. It's a blessing that radiates out towards others.
0: Yeah, blissing. Yes, is, is a, blessing. Is a synonym for it. Blissing.
1: So Ed's story is a vital spiritual tool that we can all employ, and we should employ if we want things to improve in our life. And this is from today's reading in Emmett Fox. From around the year with Emmett Fox. The title of it is Cut My Own Throat? A man came to see me in London in great distress. He had attended some lectures I gave and wanted advice. He was the owner of a general grocery store in a village in the south of England. And hitherto had been no competition. Now, one of the big chain stores was opening a branch almost opposite to him in the main street. And he was in a panic. He said, how can I compete with them? I am ruined. I said, you know the great law. You know where supply comes from. Why be afraid? He said, I must do something. I said, stand in your shop each morning and bless it by claiming that divine power works through it for great prosperity and peace for all concerned. He nodded his head in agreement. I added, then look down the street to where they are fitting up the new store and bless that in the same way. What? Cut my own throat? He almost screamed. I explained that what blesses one blesses all. I told him that he was really hating his competitor through fear and that his hatred would destroy him while blessing the enemy, he put in quotes, was the way to get rid of hate. I finished by saying, you cannot cut your own throat with prayer. You can only improve everything. Mm. It took some time to persuade him, but at last he got the idea. And when I met him several years later, he told me that his business had been better than ever since the chain store appeared and that it seemed to be getting on well too. This is what Jesus meant when he said, Love your enemies, from Luke chapter 6, verse 27. That was is good. Isn't it? It seems like the worst possible advice someone could give me, but yet <laughs> it works mm-hmm. for the benefit of everyone. And not just including that store and that man's business, but it actually contributes, like you said, to the solution of healing of the world. Yeah. Because I'm putting it out there I'm in right. consciousness. I was listening
0: to Joseph Murphy. He was talking to someone about this as well who was going through this with a, actually directly with a teaching job, which was speaking to me. And then I realized like, if I go into that environment and I slip into cursing, then I'm getting myself stuck because my consciousness is now being lent into that negative field. And I, it's like almost, it feels some. sometimes it feels like, Uh, counterintuitive, although I don't really like that word because intuition always guides me down the right path, but it feels counter to what uh, maybe the path of thinking that sort of activates when that old brain with fear and stuff starts to get
1: active. You know what I use now? It seems unreasonable because it doesn't make sense to the reasoning part of our brain that goes by all five senses, Right, but it really
0: is intuitive. Right. So when the but the the amazing thing is when I can put down all the baggage that I'm holding against myself and others related to that job, I'm the most free because then I realize it's just a job. Why am I making it into like this battleground? Like kind of yeah. like you said in the description for Florence Scovel Shin. If I'm making it into a battleground, I'm investing in a tremendous amount of my energy into believing my worth comes from it or something, you know. And what it turns out is. There's a lot of people in that environment doing that, spending for themselves. And there's not a lot of visionary, positive leadership that's telling, like helping people move through it because it's become so corporatized and so, so many legal fears around it that there's not a lot of leadership that's bold enough to stand up and say, I don't care about any of that. We're going to love everyone and everything going on here. And then we're going to be even more successful. And we're not going to have to worry about any of that stuff. That's right. And someone needs to, like, that's the power. But the the place I can do that is in my own consciousness. That's where this stuff really, really matters is in my own consciousness. That's what this whole show is about, is being willing to to experiment. That's what this whole movement is about um, from beginning of time, the willingness to use your life as your laboratory, which you've been quoting a lot lately, and be blown away when we when we re-engage with our own power to transform our lives. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that's why uh, when Katie was telling us about, you said you're um, kind of getting into that phase of your academic career where you're looking at jobs for next year. So how's that looking for you? How are you feeling about all that?
3: So, you know, it's so easy to feel stressed out about these things, but actually sitting with you guys and listening, I remembered a lot of good things actually have been happening. And when Daryl, I think said it earlier, a lot of the best opportunities that you've had, and I feel similarly, have been when you're not necessarily pushing and trying and they're great and these things happen. So I'm kind of thinking about this current opportunity that I have out in the universe right now. And I'm like, you know what? This may be one of those things. I mean, I hope it works out. If it's meant to, I think it will. But um, I've been pushing and pushing and pushing and applying. It's so wild. I think this is just for this industry, being in the legal industry, they recruit a whole year in advance. So right now I'm looking for next summer's job, which mm. leads to the next summer's job. And it's mm. this whole thing. But I had this thought the other day, why don't I reach out to somebody that I used to work with? I don't know, I think it came up on my LinkedIn. And so I just shot a blind message, just a LinkedIn DM. and afterwards, I was overthinking it. I was like, why did I do that? This is like a top executive who DMs them. Like I should have sent a formal email. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And after all this thought back and forth, I get a lovely message back, like, oh, wonderful. Let's meet. And I was like, oh, let's meet. Okay. So we end up meeting and funny enough, I get funny thing. I get pushed through to an interview. And then that week with the interview, I had a thought of this professor and I said, wow, you know, if I really get this job, I have so many people to thank for putting me in this position because you know, if it wasn't for this one professor who pushed me to take this class in undergrad, who wrote my letter of recommendation for law school, I would never be interviewing for this job. So I said, let me send him an email out of the blue. It's been a week or it's been a year, sorry, since we last spoke. I sent him an email and I said, you know, so crazy. I'm interviewing at this firm. Thank you for your recommendation. How have you been? Turns out, of all days and times, he's going to be on my campus this Friday for a symposium. I said, what? This is crazy. Okay. So this is yesterday. up it's a stormy day. I mean, it's insane. My umbrella is flying all around. I'm like, I don't want to go here. What was his first job out of law school? The firm I'm interviewing at. Oh, my. So God. So crazy. So I don't know. It it feels good. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but it was just the weirdest thing because I've been pushing, pushing, going on interview after interview, and it hasn't felt right or hasn't clicked for me. It just felt like I'm going through the motions. And then with ease, I end up meeting up with this woman who's wonderful, incredibly smart. I have a great interview. I reach out to my professor and it all like kind of stems in just relaxation and gratitude yeah. because when I went through that interview, I was just so thankful that I was even there. I was like, how mm. am I even through this door? And I had to thank this professor who happened to work there. I mean, it was just nuts. So yeah, hopefully. Wow. It but but even this if is- it doesn't, it was great to reconnect with these people. <laughs> so. But this is it. Like, we, yeah. forget- it's so easy. And I
1: know what you're wow. saying. Cause we all, it's like, the good news is, I know this stuff works. And when it happens, I'm still in awe of how it works. And then I also, it also lets me off the hook to know, yeah, I'm still sometimes going to fall into the old thoughts of, well, I got to do something. I got to make, I got to go through the motions. And, you know, but it is always that silly, inspired idea. And when you said you DM'd it, and you started second guessing it. That's actually a good sign for me because (laughs) the inspired idea says, go do this. And it's joyful. And then it's Mm -hmm. always that more fearful, like this part of me, the part of the top of my brain, the critical concerned part that goes, I don't know about that. Because that part of my brain is so used to thinking it's got to be done a certain way or it's not going to work. You know, come on! But the playful part of me is the one that's really tapped into my best interests. Mm-hmm. And oh man, of course it's working this way. Yeah, I can never get, I I can never get bored of hearing stories like this. Same. They're so
0: reassuring because mm-hmm. they're based on truth. Oh my God, it's amazing!
3: Yeah, and when I was telling my friend about this, they said, "You know, you really just can't mess things up that are meant for you." That's like, true. If you were- and I love that. Yes. I like, you can't know, like, mess it up. Like you can't do it wrong because it's gonna happen anyway. It's just how you do it. You know, like you just have to have the right intentions going into it. As long as you're positive, like you can't mess it up. So, yes. that's that's good. That's good to know. Good I to have. have.
0: Spoken like a great spiritual teacher, man. I've heard a lot of other people say that exact statement. So very yes,
1: nice. and the only thing we can do, the only thing we can do, is maybe slow the process down by like doing all this. Other... But the good news of even that is we'll get exhausted at some point. Like I know I have a different point and I just go, Ugh. and then as soon as I get to that, I give up, bloop, you know, an email will come or bloop, a phone call or yeah. bloop. Then I'll go, oh my God, I never thought about calling so-and-so. I know them for years. How did I forget them? So even when we're, Dragging ourselves, yeah. we eventually will wear ourselves out. So and, true. and like you said, if it's meant for us, we cannot get it, we cannot make it not happen. I could just delay it. Right. But eventually I'm going to go, okay, enough is enough. I give right. up. And that's what surrender is all about. A lot of people think, oh, surrender, that's weakness. No, I'm actually surrendering finally to love. I'm surrendering. To my own
0: greater good. Yeah, or the the image of trying to swim upstream when the stream's taking you to where you want to go. There's only so long we can swim up there. And I'm kind of connecting all of this with my work. It's like and when I'm swimming up there against the current of life that's trying to take me to my good, I can't even see my good. It feels like it's far away, it vanishes. As soon as like sometimes Daryl and I say we're on we knock ourselves out, we're laying on the mat. We naturally turn back, oh, there's my good, and just get taken right to it. Just like your uh, story. I'm looking forward to even hearing more good news. And it goes well with this Daily Word that we sent you. Do you want to read the Daily Word?
3: Yeah, let me bring that up. Surprise.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you're looking for that. I'm just going to say that was the one thing I thought was absurd and one of the first things they taught us for rescue swimming in the Coast Guard Like I just thought you go in there and you save somebody and they're going to be willing for you to save them and they said most of the time these people are going to be so wigged out mm-hmm. they'll grab a hold of you and take you to the bottom so if that's the case you're going to punch them I don't care if it's your grandmother you're going to punch them as hard as you can or else. and they these the trainers would just like make pretend they're drowning but and these guys are like Muscle men. I mean, right. the guys, I'm in boot camp. And they would, like, grab a hold of you. And they were actually excitedly positive when you whacked them with your elbow. You found a way to clock them. Mm. And they were going, great job. Because <laughs> we have to surrender to live. I mean, it's, it's a paradox. And I, we couldn't save anyone unless they were completely surrendered to our help. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I got to clock myself in the nose, like we're saying, and get exhausted. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And go, okay. And then the magic, sure. As soon as that happens, boom. The loving hand of God comes in and we're like, oh, wow. Right. So
0: true.
3: It's funny. That's actually why I thought of you over the summer. I know I was supposed to come on a few weeks ago but I got sick. But when I thought of you, it was that moment. I was like joking around. Like I actually was like, cried laughing because i was like why does it always have to come to this why can't i just before something quote unquote bad happens just be in the state but it's a nice reminder like i remember i was so stressed out over the summer last summer kind of forgetting that these things are conspiring in my favor right but it just felt like one thing after another i didn't have a job i couldn't figure out what i was doing i was one year into school already And my loans weren't coming through. And I was like, oh no, like this is gonna suck. Mm -hmm. And within the same week, I ended up getting this bartending gig that I loved. It was so fun. And my student aid finally called me after me following up for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent this month. It's the last week of the month. And I'm just like, I don't, I really don't know what I'm going to do. Like, well, I knew what I was going to do. What I didn't want to do was have to put it on my credit card and pay some fee. I mean, it would happen, but I wanted to, you know, be able to just pay it. And she goes, you know, I know that you've been pushing for this money and it's, it was a mistake on our end and we can't get it through, but I actually ended up getting you an alumni scholarship. So you don't actually have to take out a loan. We're just going to give you this money.
0: And I was like, wow. I
3: was crying on the phone. I was like, you have no idea like how much this means to me. Like, this is incredible. I wrote her a great review because she gets a lot of, you know, negative reviews, I think, because she's the single person in the financial aid office. So I sent her the nicest email. Like, you know what? I know you receive these emails every day, but just know you at least helped one person. Like, I feel like that's what sometimes people need to be reminded of. And I was like, wow, like, I hate that these things sometimes happen when I'm at my lowest. I'm like, Oh, like, so stressed, but then like, the greatest thing happened. So I don't know. And then I thought of you, I was like, you know, this is like, just one of those moments of, okay, you're you've got to just be reminded that these things are working, you know, in your favor and as stressed as you are, they'll always work out. So it, it worked out for wow. me. But.
1: You know what? I love that wow. story because I just want, there's a great story about the guy who ends up in heaven mm-hmm. and he gets to heaven and, and they're walking along heaven. He's getting a tour and whoever the angel is says, Oh, you don't wanna you don't wanna look in there. And he goes, What do you mean I don't wanna look in there? It's this one room. So he goes, All right, go ahead and have at it, take a peek. He goes and he sees all this magnificent stuff. Right. You know, fancy cars, homes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. vacations, you know, if you could be see such a thing. And he's like, Well, what is this? And he goes, Well, these are all the things that God has in store for all you people down there. But most of you guys are focused on other, getting something so much smaller. And the guy goes, oh, my God, is that a Rolls Royce in there? He goes, yeah. He goes, do you mind if I sit in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've always wanted one of these. He goes inside. He sits in it. He loves it. And he notices on the glove box is his name. And he goes, wait, my name's in here. And the angel goes, oh, yeah. He goes, that was for you. He goes. What do you mean? I wanted this my whole life? Why didn't I get it? He goes. Well, you wanted a Rolls Royce, but you were praying or fighting for a Ford. Wow. See, and it's just like your thing. Mm-hmm. You're here. You are going. I got to get this loan, but meanwhile, God's going. No, 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 Katie. I want to <laughs> give you the money. Well, I got to get this loan, and it's so amazing that yeah. we said at the beginning of the show. Unlike the, the 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 story, the joke. In real life, when we give up, we end up allowing that better than expected thing to come. It really is
0: phenomenal, this life. What a great reminder! That's awesome. What a
3: great great, story. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, there was this great video uh, that I saw the other day. I mean, now I, I always go through these moments of cleansing my phone from social media, or just I try to be less on my phone and more present. So, right now, I don't have instagram or anything like that but a few weeks ago i saw this video and it was this guy shooting a basketball and he kept missing it was a a hoop on a fence like one of those little hoops Mm. so finally he just chucks it and the fence opens and it's this big basketball hoop beyond the fence and it was like you know god has greater plans for you so while you're missing this like little hoop with your little basketball you take the big basketball chuck it over the fence open it up and you see all along there's been this big professional basketball hoop yeah. waiting for it in. wow um, that was a cool visual I like that I like but, yeah, that a I lot as it, well.
0: <laughs> this is just what I needed to hear today I was feeling a little rundown yeah. today and just just enough to be like okay what did I do again that I've been getting overdoing and everything you guys are describing is perfect. Because I put i I've spent a lot of energy fighting I'm not wanting to admit it, but in turns of, of fighting to keep that teaching job just because there's so many expectations. And if you're if you try to get it done, it turns into this huge struggle. And then some are like God's like, Oh, well you're the one who keeps struggling. Cause literally sometimes in the morning I'll go take a walk down the street. I've talked about this a lot on the show. I'll get the newspaper. Instead of rushing, I bring papers with puzzles for my staff. Um, to use, who actually? Well, superintendent told him that can't, guy can't be on a newspaper. You know, like he didn't even know what he was looking at. He went into this room for one minute, and he didn't realize. So we've, me and the teacher and the aide have continued to give him his puzzle and just yeah. ignored that. But anyway, but I realize what's been keeping. I mean, I have been investing so much energy to struggle to keep that job. This is just making me excited because there's been a couple days this week where I walked and i really, i felt like god's hand was going just keep walking man like i got something totally different like your job is that 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 job that is that way and it's struggle but if this way is my hand leading you to something so much better so this is just such a perfect cuz the rational, like you said the rational mind can't see it it's no. intuitive it's a loving it's a mystical thing
1: my big thing this week is being overly concerned about Mm, things mm. like we're baby I'm baby I volunteered to babysit I said yes and it wasn't really a hell yes but I said yes (laughs) because I love this little chihuahua our neighbor's chihuahua he said hey take care of it for a few days well yeah well taking care of another dog when you have a dog is kind of a lot and I'm overly concerned oh I I gotta make sure this tiny little creature nothing happens to it and it gets its walks and we had um landscapers come, I got palm trees, so I got guys, you know, 40, 50 feet in the air, you know, hanging from my palm tree. Oh, I can't worry about this guy falling out of there. You know, like all these little concerns. I go, Daryl, just anesthetize those concerns. Ooh. Let them go. Let them go. God loves the little chihuahua. God loves this guy in the tree. Ooh. You don't have to take on my job yes. of being concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm taking care of them. Stop doubting me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I am taking, but it's so easy to fall into these little. And once you get a little concerned, that's the problem with me. If I start feeling concerned or yeah. worry about one thing, oh no, what about this? What about that? Wow, let it yeah, all it's go. That's magnetic. Let it all go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The odds are in your favor, Daryl. Right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, don't play whack-a-mole with your concerns. No! Sort of yeah.
0: yeah. Got to calm down yeah, the I hippos thought... in the hippocampus.
3: I heard yeah. That. <laughs> no, my roommate and I, we kind of started this thing because we're both in law school. where It's almost like a catharsis where we're feeling really negative because we're both pretty positive people. But this week was really one of those weeks. We're both um, mentorship chairs. So we're doing matching, um, which is fun but 106 people signed up. So now I'm matching 106 pairs of upperclassmen and one else, the new law students. And then my roommate is in charge of the alumni matching. We both got in these positions completely separate, but we both live together. So it just goes to show. I guess we're in these fun positions, but she's matching all of the alumni association with current students. So we're in the same process doing two different groups of people. And we're just like exhausted and we're like, we're never going to make it. And we're like, this has been the worst week. Like we just had to let it all out. And then it turned into this positive cycle of like, but we're going to help people just yelling it out. And it turned out to be a really great event on Thursday. And somebody came up to me like, listen, you would have never known this but I met this person at orientation and we ended up talking and he needed my advice. And then we went our separate ways and I never got his number. And now you made him my mentee so or mentee match. They were like, how did you know? I was like, I don't know. I was delirious at 4am doing this at that point. So wow. there, put you together, but it's cool that at least one out of one of six works. So we'll I bet, see, but-
1: I, I bet if you come down the pike, you're going to find out, more than the one it turned 100%. out to be like i'm so glad i got this person yeah. how did i get picked to get this person it really is when we finally let go even when we think we're delirious right it's actually better because then god's just working through us and i'm like oh and it you know because we can't get in our own way then
0: yep that's what our show is all about the way we do it over here so that's perfect all right let's get this thing going daily word daily word
3: here we go sorry it took me so long to get here oh no no this everything you
0: just said was more powerful than (laughs) daily words yes yes
3: well the word is surprise so surprisingly we're here no um (laughs) here we go i open my heart to blessings and welcome the surprises coming my way daily routines can be a comfort but if my life becomes too predictable i can become numb to the world's wonders Today, I renew my capacity to surprise myself by trying something new. I may travel somewhere unfamiliar and exciting or do something thrilling, all just for the fun of it. I also welcome surprises that come to me as serendipity. When I receive an unexpected invitation, when someone remembers me with a visit or a gift, when I get a flash of inspiration like a bolt out of the blue, I can sense the presence of God and my intuition urging me to try new things. Life feels fresh and exciting through surprises. I see each one as an invitation, a way to meet my good and grow through the experience. Amazement seized all of them and they glorified God and were filled with awe. And that was Luke five twenty six.
0: Ah, uh, That was good. Yes. Very good. <laughs> very, very good. Man, this is awesome. I was just thinking before we came here, listening to this man. Daryl loves him. won't say his name, but he's what? talking about how... Come on, say his name. Wim Hof. <laughs> oh, my God, Wim Hof. So... Uh,
1: <laughs> it's not that I don't like him. It's just everyone's Wim Hof. No, no,
0: I'm just kidding. I got into it through surfing, breathing oh, those breaths. Oh, boy. Yep, yeah. they
1: love him. That's who I hear it from. Yeah, hey, yeah, bro, yeah. Wim Hof.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like it any more than you do when I hear those guys talk about it, but... Um, <laughs> but he was just talking about how the, the purpose of the breathing that, that is to get, which is something you said earlier, But because you can do it many ways. Meditation can get there. Um, it's just, he was talking about the hippocampus, the oldest part of the brain that yeah. stores, can will store like traumas and all these fears and stuff. And when that part gets activated, then it really feels like we're living in a nightmare, right? Like it starts having a nightmare, you know? Right. So we do these processes, and it takes uh, time to reprogram our brain, or it takes like some effort on our part to do something. Whether it's the you know we the morning routine to me is is just essential. Something regularly returning to a a peaceful state, so that because when this part of the brain and I was talking about you know it's called hippocampus, and I was picturing a bunch of like grumpy hippos. When those hippos are on campus, yeah, when they're on campus (laughs) and they're angry, it's no fun. Calm those guys down, because hippos. They're either the most fun-loving looking guys, or they're like charging people and like killing them. They're the worst. You know like- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we want happy hippos. Happy hippos inside of our brain. Campus in our on our <laughs> campus. On can- when we, yeah, I was thinking about you as a student. We want happy hippos on our campus, and it's biological, it's physiological, it's spiritual, it's everything. You, it, it encompasses everything. But when we calm those hippos and see things through this loving lens, even if we can't see it. Totally, like you've just described. I mean, it's just amazing how at your age, although I never liked when people said this to me when I was younger, but it's just amazing, period, at any age, that you practice this stuff as purely as you do. And that you really do use your life as your laboratory. And it's I was just thinking about the way you and Daryl connected. That's the craziest and how thing. How amazing I, that is. Yeah, I hardly
1: ever talk to your mother. I probably communicate with you more than your mom, but I I only know you because of your mom. And I met you yeah, at a, that party. I, I never go to parties any. Like I'm like, oh, but there's gonna be people. That, the only problem I have with parties is people. Yeah, <laughs> if I yeah. know people sure, at sure. parties, I'd be okay. But I went. And it was such a blessing to have met you. Your sister's amazing. Your mom yeah. is amazing. It's just we never really connect all the time. But yeah. uh, it was the best night meeting yeah. everyone. And everyone was, you know, we were all talking about this stuff. Believe me,
0: I could not believe you went to a party when I heard <laughs> But now I know why, because you've made it onto Fizarro. It was one of list. those
1: funniest things. I would have never, it's the oddest thing that we met. Yeah, we would not have met. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You are on the rare, you're in the rare air of Fizarro going, this person really lives this stuff. So you have, that's high praise coming from Fizarro. <laughs> you know, and he means it. it, and it's obvious why every time we get together. There's a reading here from God's Hand, called God's Hand for Miscellaneous Writings by H. Emily Cady. I just happened to pull this off my nightstand the other night. Uh, we're like there's some remodeling going on in my kitchen, so all the, my wife took a lot of books, great books, and put them along my nightstand. So I just reached over, I needed something. I'll just read a couple lines where she says, "There is but one hand in the universe, it is God's hand. Whenever you have felt that your hand was empty, it has been because you believed yourself something separate from God." And then she ends it with, "When we have learned that God is our supply, that He is whence come, that He it is whence comes all of our help." shall no longer care whether pay is rendered for our services or not. We shall simply know that all things are ours now. And out of the fullness of love, we shall give freely. God's hand is sure. Your hand is God's hand now, today. It is full now. Give out of it mentally to all who call upon you whatever they need. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. All right. Anything else before we tell a quick story that we found in the newspaper about Katie McDonald?
3: I mean, I think that's it. I'm, I'm appreciative of you guys having me again. This has been great. I mean, it's afternoon for me, but I still want to say it's a great way to start the day. I think you can always restart your day at any yes, time.
0: Yes, so true. Yeah. Good God, you have a lot of wisdom there, Katie McDonald. Thank you, <laughs> Katie McDonald. Well, we we read this and about one day you were having a rather stressful day. Says the the so I'll go on here. She did her shopping upon returning to her car found four males in the act of leaving with her vehicle. Katie dropped her shopping bags, drew her cell phone, pretending it was a handgun, and proceeded to scream at the top of her voice,
1: I have a gun and I know how to use it. Get out of the car, you scumbags.
0: The four men didn't wait for a second invitation, but got out and ran like mad, whereupon Katie, somewhat shaken, proceeded to load her shopping bags into the back of the car and get into the driver's seat. She was so shaken that she could not get her key into the ignition. She tried and tried, And then it dawned on her why. A few minutes later, she found her own
1: car parked four or five spaces further down. (laughs) Those poor guys thought they got carjacked. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
3: I don't have a car or a gun. (laughs) (laughs) What should I hear?
1: Uh Uh-oh. I hear we hear someone. Someone's knocking at our door, Ed. Someone's knocking at the door someone's ringing the
0: bell someone's knocking at the door
1: somebody's ringing the bell do me a favor open the door
0: and let them
1: in yeah yeah don't be paranoid folks you don't have to lock them out you don't have to hide behind your couch you can let the good in. Visit Ed.com to find Katie we love you. to everything we do. And thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Someone's knocking at the door. Someone's, Someone's ringing, ringing the bell. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor.
0: Open the door. And let them in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let them in. For Christ's sake. i will kill them. $500. $500. Uh, really? See, $200 for this we $100 for you. What the hell? <laughs> 100 dollars
1: anyway, for Are you
0: serious? Sure, sure? Yeah.
1: I'll give you a Carl, thank you so much. When you record your podcast at Chobo Studios, you're helping people in need. Here at Chobo, we take a bold stance on helping the community by giving away 10% of all revenue, not just profit, to kind, hardworking people in the streets of Los Angeles. And thanks to all these wonderful podcasters, we've been able to give $1,400 this year alone through our kindness initiative, Chobo Kindness. Brought to you by Chobo Studios, LA's premier podcasting powerhouse. Follow for more.